Your girlfriend had me drinking when I was 21 last night. Mm. Well, she was driving, so mm. I'm glad she won't the one drinking like she was 21. Are you ready, Freddie? I'm ready. Let's uh... I feel hey. like that was cool. Like, I kind of like that. I feel like, like bana, bana, bana. I feel like we're like CNN or something. I know. I was about to say, I feel like we're like a news channel, which, I mean, we kind of are. Yeah, we're a little bit. A little bit of a news outlet. We don't have as much integrity, nearly yeah. as much, but we, we do. We do. I right. Same amount of opinions, though. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it all works out. We took some time off. We took some time off. How, how, how have we been the past couple weeks? I've been good. That's I've good. actually been very good. I've been. Um, rebranding, started a new job, new position. I heard. Congratulations, yes. applause, applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and then getting all of this stuff together, you yeah. know, microphones, sound, learning the ins and outs of, you know, post production and things like that. Uh, so it's been busy, but it's, it's been good. good. How are you? I'm good. I'm on vacation this week. Yes, yeah, so, a little vacation. Yeah, huh? my boss is. I'm a nanny, so my boss is on vacation, which means I got to technically it's a staycation because yeah. I'm staying home. My boss was like, "Well, so what are you gonna do with your week off? Like, are you gonna go somewhere?" And I was like, "No, I'm gonna do nothing." Yeah, like sometimes you need that. Sometimes you just need to do nothing. Absolutely. Well, by nothing I mean like I cleaned my house and organized stuff and. Did, you know, just did stuff that I don't normally have as much time to do because I work like 60 hours a week. So it was just nice to wake up at like 9 and just sleep in a little bit and just do my thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll dive right back into to things like we haven't missed two per, weeks. Per, well, first up today is Starbucks is running low on ingredients. Now, if you go to your local Starbucks, you might find that you will have a little bit of trouble ordering your favorite drinks there's like a ton of drinks that they don't have and they're actually having to buy products essentially from other stores so for example like let's say you wanted a drink that had like chocolate syrup instead of it being like the starbucks chocolate syrup they would be using like the hershey's uh-huh. chocolate syrup or something so they're running low which isn't a problem for me because i'm a duncan girl you're so a duncan i like duncan i became a duncan person this year I decided to try Dunkin' and I'm I'm all in for Dunkin', but I know they've messed up my drink in the past, so I don't I don't know. It's not consistent. It's not yeah, consistent. You have problem. to like. I feel like it's all about how you word it. Like I have a I have a better time when I use like the app. Okay. To to, to put my order in because I think it's like based on measurement, but sometimes I'll be like extra caramel and extra caramel to one person yeah. and another person is kind of Well, different. see, they forgot so. cream in a couple of my drinks. And I was what? like, I have to say cream? Because, you know, Starbucks would be like, do you want cream and sugar? You're like, yeah. Yeah. Well, when of you, course. It's, like, it's kind of like the difference between, like, Popeye's and Chick-fil-A of, like, when you like yeah. like Starbucks is like Chick Fil A and Popeye and and Dunkin is like Popeye's where it's like here take just yeah just take it no customer service like just teenagers I do like their hash the browns though yeah their hash browns are really good yeah they are but yeah I mean that could be I mean what what are people gonna do without their Starbucks I drinks? don't know I, I I have no idea I know your girlfriend is and aka my best friend Cindy is like die hard she's a fiend for Starbucks. So a fiend. we can't, we can't, like sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to Dunkin'. Do you want to get she, anything? She's like, no, Dunkin'. She, so there's a Dunkin' like close 
to the house. Um, mm-hmm. And Charlotte's a little bit out of the way. So sometimes she can get a Dunkin' Donuts. Sometimes she'll sacrifice. But if she got an extra, you know, 20 minutes to sit in a Starbucks line, she will sit in said Starbucks right. line. I don't blame her, but I'm all in for the Dunkin'. But, I mean, hopefully soon they'll, you know, be picking back up. I wonder what caused, I don't know what yeah. caused them to run low. Maybe it's because, like, a lot more people are working now and maybe they haven't had as much ingredients because the pandemic, like, they probably didn't want to purchase so much stuff. And they probably weren't, like, thinking... Oh, like, they were probably, I think they were probably thinking, like, we don't need to buy all this stuff because, or make all this stuff because people aren't buying it, but now everybody's, like, out of the house, on their way to work, and it's like, oh, when I used to go to work, I used to go to Starbucks. Yeah, so, so it looks like I did a, just quick research, they put a temporary hold because of supply chain issues. Uh, part of this is due to the pandemic, but the other half was due to that uh, boat that got stuck. Oh, that's right. Shut a lot of shit down with the with the boat. Man. I didn't even remember them getting it unstuck. I just woke up one morning and forgot we about the boat. We just have experienced a shortage of a lot of things. Starbucks, Chick-fil-A sauce, gas. Common sense. That's always been short. It's only gotten worse. Yeah, it's, it's oh. so yeah, people will survive. Starbucks Make coffee at home. You guys will be okay. Cause Starbucks <laughs> sells their own creamers. Starbucks sells their own coffee. They sell their That's own true. syrups. It still don't taste the same. Nah, you can make it at home. <laughs> it don't taste the same. You can make it at home. You can. The thing is, is that there's so many baristas on TikToks and this you know YouTube, and they show you how to make the drinks. They show you how they make the drinks. Just fill it up to the par- appropriate lines, mm-hmm. shake the cup a little bit, and you'll be good to go. Like, that's don't put it on like your counter and pretend like it's somebody else giving it to you. Um, but it's all good. Yeah, y'all be alright. Yeah, go to Dunkin'. We'll live. Wawa, Wawa. I've heard Wawa has good coffee. I will never go to a Wawa. I'm a sheets I... person. Oh come on! I am sheets? a sheets person. Sheets? I love sheets. That would be that should be a, a main topic for one of our next Wawa versus. Sheets. Only culture people go to sheets. No, only people who are like purposely hate on popular things go to sheets. Not at all. People who go to sheets are people that are like, are like Beyonce haters. They just hate Beyonce. I saw a woman with Cookie Monster pajamas and Wawa, with and no you, shoes and on. And you, you think you won't see a Cookie Monster, a person with Cookie Monster pajamas outside of sheets? I used Not to live all. by sheets, and a hundred percent. You will see a woman with Cookie sheets. Monster pajamas. Sheets is amazing. So at the Do end of the day, you think Sheets is like a classier establishment than Wawa? Yes, actually. No, I disagree. I think I think, I think it depends Wawa. On the area. So here's the problem with Wawa. Wawa tries to be like bougie and fancy, like oh I sell soup and shit. Like you're a gas <laughs> station dog. Like stop Not sitting here trying. Yeah. Like, they try to be like, we sell broccoli cheddar soup and mac and cheese. And, like, stop. You're a gas station, bro. Like, when I go to when I go to Sheets, I can get a burger. I can put onion rings and mozzarella sticks on it. It could be a pretzel bun. Like, that's gas that, station. That's that same. But Sheets burgers? used to have a bag of Doritos that they would crush up. And you could put, like, taco meat and stuff on them. Like, oh, my. Sheets is top tier. Like, when you're a gas station, be a gas station. Like, no. Wawa wants to be a fast food dining restaurant. Like, no, you're a yeah, gas station, Chief. 
so your gas she's, station. You're talking about sheets. But sheets like, knows they who they a, are and they embrace who they are. That's why there's this, no they're the superior mm-hmm. gas station. It's like somebody who pretends to be something that they're not. But if they just were themselves, they would be so much better. Did you know that Sheets and Wawa are actually owned by two brothers that couldn't agree on how to run the gas station? I believe station? it. And like, we know who crazy? the smarter brother is. The one, the obviously sheets. the one from Wawa because they're making more money. The Sheets. The Sheets No. Sheets, it's the Sheets guy. Sheets is not, first of all, every time I'm going to a Sheets, I feel like it's dirty. Okay. Sheets is always dirty. That's a, it's a gas station. Let's remember but that. But Wawa is, sig- ga- is, every Wawa, Wawa tries, is significantly Wawa cool. tries to be like a Panera Bread of gas stations. And is Panera there Bread. Is something wrong with that? Yeah. You say it like it's a bad thing. Panera Bread is bird And so food. What, what is Sheets? Sheets is like Wendy's. Yeah, and you know the Wendy's going to slap. Every Wendy's time you get slap. the Wendy's, Wendy's, it's gonna okay. But, but you could go to Panera and get the most bland thing in the world. So and it's the same thing with Wawa. Does, but Panera also I can slap. I will never eat it. I don't even get gas at a Wawa. I feel like I'm set tripping. Like I feel like it's the gang, Wawa gang. gas hits way harder. No. Sheets gas will like I can go from here to New York on some Sheets gas. No. In the chart. If I get gas at Sheets, I I need. I think my car gonna break down the next day. Wawa's not really a gas station. And that's the problem. Well, well, like I don't think that their intention is to just be. Just but they it's should. Like it's supposed to be an what, experience. What you should do? It's not an experience. I came to get gas and leave. No, what you should I do. But no, what you should do is you should lean into who you truly are instead so of constantly like trying be like to be more like Seven Eleven. I think that. Sheets is an upgraded 7-Eleven. It, it takes like a gas station yeah. and then 7-Eleven and puts them together. Yeah, but like, it's kind of like when you compare like Target to Walmart. It's like, tar- like to me, Wawa's like Target. Like but, I just okay, love Target. But here's the, here's the thing. Target knows that it's better than, than a Walmart. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. The stuff that you can get in the Target is not the same as the stuff that you can get in a Walmart. Yeah. However, that's like, it's like Walmart and Kmart. Walmart, yeah. Kmart's rough. Okay. So they're the same. Essentially, But it yeah. would be like if Walmart was trying to be really prissy and act like they were Target. Yeah. When they're really Walmart. That's what Wawa yeah. does. They pretend like they're Olive Garden when they're really Wawa. Like, stay in, stay in your I lane like as it. a gas station. I like the bougie. I like the extra. I don't want... No, I like I want to. They be charge extra. seven dollars for like a quesadilla. Like I'm not paying that. Yo, the food is expensive. It's expensive it and, and bland. Every time I go to Wawa, I will say, people talk a lot about that mac and cheese. That mac and cheese is not good. I have the Sheets app on my phone. I am a dedicated not Sheets the Sheets guy. app. I have four spendable Sheets points because that's how often I use my You're Sheets. You're really points. obsessed with Sheets. I'm not obsessed. However, I do utilize Sheets like. It is a very good gas station. I, I'm Team Wawa. Not at all. I don't think we'll see eye to eye on this. Yeah, we'll have to just agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. <laughs> on she- How did we even get to... Oh, because I said Wawa has good coffee. That yeah. makes sense. Wawa's coffee is trash at the end of the day. We can continue. We can just move on to the next topic. We don't have to move on cause we, because we, Wawa, we're gonna have to do Wawa a whole. Wawa and whole, its coffee is trash. We're gonna have to do a whole. You know, what we should do. We should do a whole podcast just about Wawa versus this or that. But yeah, this but we or should, that. We should make. We should come and be able to defend. Like we should come prepared. 
I will go get a, a Sheets employee that will come here and put his life on And I'll get a Wawa employee, so what now? And I guarantee the Sheets employee would be nope. able to beat up the Wawa employee. I mean, Because one knows like, that they work at a gas yeah, station. Yeah, obviously, that's like asking What's the starting a Popeye's What's employee beat up a starting Chick-fil-A employee, obviously. At Sheets. The starting pay at Sheets is $11 an hour. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure Wawa's is like nine. I kind of had to guess. The superiority. The superiority. $10 an hour. They're both not good. Superiority. They're both not good. Superiority. If anybody wants to come and debate this, I will put my life on the line. Moving on. All right. So Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, welcome to New Baby Girl. Her name is Lilibet Diana. Lilibet is basically the nickname of um, Queen Elizabeth. That was her nickname as a child. And Diana, obviously, after Princess Diana, which I thought was really, really sweet. And apparently people were not too happy about the name. I'm not really sure why. I guess maybe their thought process was like... You know, because they spoke out against the royal family, basically. Like, people were like, how dare you name your baby essentially after people that were members of the royal family. But I'm excited for them. I wish them the very best, and I hope that they're happy with their new baby. So Congratulations. Congratulations to them. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Per. Well, it is a little weird, but it's a little weird to name them after the queen. But But I I think they said that they really have a good relationship with the queen. Oh, well I think then, everybody else was the problem. Yeah, as, as long as they have a good relationship, as long as they didn't name her after the person that was being racist towards his wife. Right, I know that's Congratulations right. to them grown-ass people. Perfect. All right, well, I'm excited about this next one. I'm, I am a sucker for nostalgia. A sucker for it. I... You give me anything from my childhood, and I am on it. I am all about it. So, iCarly is coming back, and it's going to be on Paramount Plus, which is a new app, a new streaming service, and we I've been waiting for this. For an so, iCarly reboot? For an iCarly reboot. I am so excited. Did you watch iCarly as a kid? Uh, not really. I mean, what? I knew about the show, but... You gotta watch it. It's really good. But why is it getting a reboot? Because it was so popular. Like, the show was, like, super, super popular when it first came out. But there's mad other popular shows that I would have loved for them to bring back. But iCarly is, like, it's, like, iconic. But I don't want to see grown-ass people. Like, who is this for? Is this for kids again? Is it for adults? Because I I always think that that's weird. No, I feel like it's weird. Because if, alright, I'm looking here. iCarly came out in 2007. Yeah. It's 14 years later. Let's just say that you were seven at the time. Mm-hmm. We were older, obviously. But let's take somebody who was born in 2000 was seven at the time watching iCarly. Yeah. That means that you're 21 at this point. Mm-hmm. You can drink. You can have sex. You can do all of that. Yeah. You've grown. Grown. I'm not going back to watch iCarly if it's geared towards kids. If it's geared towards... But why not? Because they're grown. But do you know how many people, like, went back and watched 
like victorious. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Like during the pandemic, they're like you you growing. you can go back and watch something, but don't bring I see me what something you're so new. If it's like new. It's you're new. Like, yeah. For kids, but the, it's not that they they recast anybody. They brought the old people back. Yeah, I think they added older. some new people. Yeah, but I'm, they brought like they brought like mostly everybody everybody back. So the thing that I liked about them rebooting, they didn't even reboot Raven. That's a Raven. They changed the show to Raven's yeah. Home, mm-hmm. which is about her kids. Yeah. So it's still for kids. So it's still yeah. If they would have brought Raven old ass. Onto the show. I think she is sti- on the show. I mean, but it's centered around the her kids. children. Yeah. It's She's not, not the centered star around the show. her. Yeah. If they would have showed me every episode, the life and times of Raven Simone as an adult and it's geared towards kids, I don't want to watch that. I want to see it. I will. I will. I'm not going to watch it. I can't even sit here and fix my lips to lie. I'm but sure that like it'll be on in maybe my house. because. You weren't. You didn't really watch iCarly. Maybe that's why you're like, eh. For me, I might have given it more of a look because, again, yeah. even though I didn't, you know, watch it every single time it came on, I watched enough of it to know, you know, Gibby and saying. all these different people. Yeah. If they would have said that this is iCarly as an adult, or maybe even as a, a young adult, you know, anywhere from. 16 to 25 yeah and she's still doing the show but in a more adult capacity i'm not saying you gotta make it about sex it don't gotta be about that it could just be more adult things Mm -hmm. if this is a show about them doing all the little pranks and eating spaghetti and all of that yeah like if if it's about that type of stuff me in my old age (laughs) at my big age am not finna sit here and watch grown folk act like children Cause we grown. I'm gonna watch it. I understand. <laughs> at my that. big age, at my big age of 24, almost 25, I am going to be watching iCarly. And that's what they're banking on. They're banking on you guys coming back. Yes, it is it's nostalgia. The nostal- it's the like, oh, this is the thing from my childhood. And like, what I think what's gonna happen is like, I'm gonna watch like the first episode, like I did with uh, the the Raven Simone reboot. Like I, you know, like I watched. The first episode, and then I never watched after that. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. But I'm still excited. About I mean, it. I, I completely get. I completely understand. You know the nostalgic feeling, but you know yeah. the rumors of the uh, Proud Family reboot. <sighs> the but, shackles that that has on me. <laughs> but they're older. That's yeah. my whole thing. I'm yeah. growing. I'm older. My so tastes like have developed. Move, it should move like. If with, you're bringing it, yeah, you know, the, with the cohort that it came yeah. with, yeah. But do you think that maybe that's hard for us for a specific network that is like they specifically make it for kids? You so, know? what you do here is you either completely reboot with different people playing the same characters, mm-hmm. so Carly is a new little girl, new little star, yeah. or whatever, it's not Miranda Cosgrove, or you do what Disney did. And make it just a spin-off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I see well, some other people here. I thought it was at first. Here. I thought it was like a little spin-off. And I thought Miranda Cosgrove was in it, but yeah. that it was like a spin-off. Yeah, they got a couple. Like, they have two, you know, um, people of color here. At this point, it could have just been about them. And Carly yeah. is, is coming in and helping them, you know, develop their show or something. Or maybe Carly yeah. owns a network. 
and maybe they put you know these two um ladies on that network or something like that no this is about carly this is like the same show this is the same it's like, show it's like okay we went on a hiatus yeah year, this is like season five yeah like, you get what i'm saying so it's like there's nothing that's different about it when you package it to me the same way you would have when i was yeah you know 11 but i think most millennials are going to be like why would you mess with the structure of yeah. the show? We want it like, you know, we want it this cuz that's how a lot of people feel about like Gossip Girl is doing a new reboot but they have an, a brand new cast and it's like essentially like you said like the same show but they've kind of changed like the marketing and it's like updated with the time so it's like the same show but a different cast and people are like we don't want that. We want the old ca-, you know because people get so attached to the cast. So and and I get that. I completely understand. But I just couldn't like I nah. I'm excited. For kids shows for me it's different. Yeah. For kids shows and and the thing is is that um certain th- like animated shows don't run into this problem because yeah. it's animated. So like for me as a kid watching Courage the Cowardly Dog Kids Next Door things like that were uh, like that was my thing. Yeah. If those shows came back, I don't have to expect that those characters yeah. are any older because they're animated. I'm they're, looking at Miranda Cosgrove with wrinkles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She looks young. But but she looks older than what she, she looks did older, in but 2007. She still looks really young for I'm, her I'm age. looking at the the guy with the camera. What's his name? Is it Fred? It's not Fred. I don't know. Freddy. Freddy. Yeah. I, see, I'm close. Freddy got a beard. <laughs> what? Freddy looks like somebody's dad. Fred has a whole beard. It's not yeah, Freddy anymore. Yeah, he was like it's baby Fred. face. Yeah. It's Fred. Yeah. And he had a crush on one of the girls. I feel like with the beard, he could probably pull the girl now. Yeah, so but, it's no fun. But I can't watch somebody have a, like a childish crush yeah. when you have a full beard. This is true, yeah. Like he can't be like, like yeah, I, I'm like giddy awkward. around you and you have a beard. Well. We'll, we'll have to see. It, it'll I'll probably be you, on I'm in my household. It and I'm going to let you know how it is. We'll see. I'm going to give it a, a, a You got to watch at least three episodes because the first episode is going to be all nostalgia. So they're yeah, going to bring back like, oh all the stuff that. Yeah, you, know, you got to like really. I you got to really get, get to like it. episode three when like the overarching story is there and you're like, oh, this might be some bullshit. Yeah. Let me know after, after three know. episodes. I'm not getting Paramount Plus. I So I was telling myself that I wasn't going to get it because, first of all, let it be known, don't, y'all hoes need to talk to me nice, cause I got Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, YouTube TV, Apple Music, Spotify, and I got an air fryer. Oh yeah, see they put her on the see on the on the front page. And the reason why I'm getting it is because I want to watch the new seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. That's literally I I can't miss that. So I, now I I am forced to. You get, get it. one month free. Well, I'll be watching the whole show in one It expires month. on the 30th. So if you go ahead and put it in, like on the 17th when iCarly mm-hmm. drops, this isn't a promo for iCarly. I shouldn't have set the date. But when you see, if you put it in, like you can go ahead and get that. Yeah, because they ain't paying us. Paramount, y'all ain't paying us. Sorry. No, nobody's paying me. Uh, if they right. did, I would definitely be like, iCarly was an amazing show and I can't wait for <laughs> right? the reboot. But, so you're basically telling our listeners that we would sell out for money. A little dollar. We be the people that change when a little money come around. You, you know what's the first sponsorship I want us to get? I am dying for a HelloFresh sponsorship. 
Oh yeah. I want I to do HelloFresh. Hello so if he- if HelloFresh is listening, I want We might send I them want, the pod. I want to he- in right. the DM. Hey, we I talked want, about y'all. Right? I want a HelloFresh sponsorship. I want a Audible sponsorship. I cook too. HelloFresh would yeah. be nice. You know Hello the one that I feel apron. like we would get? What? Jacqueline Cosmetics. That's and then the I'd be I like, look, that was like, my, that there's was some three. early episodes. That was number three. There's, there's some, some early episodes that may or may not like be triggering. Yeah, we're going to have to make canceled. that like in yeah. earlier episodes. We low-key went in on Jacqueline Hill. Yeah, JJ did. She it, dropped yeah. a new collection, though, and it looks pretty fire. It looks fire. I still can't get over you saying she looked like JJ the Jet JJ Plane. JJ the Jet Plane. Not JJ the Jet Plane. That's exactly how she looks, but I'm... <laughs> not, not you pulling up JJ. <laughs> you can't tell me that that's not how she looks. And it, this... <laughs> that's her. Aww. You put her face on a plain body. Can you Photoshop that, please? Somebody. Like, we have to Photoshop that for the, the podcast cover. Oh, but she's so pretty, though. Yeah, I mean, she's not ugly. She's just like JJ the Jet Plane. Yeah. Anyways, Jack Cosmetics, good. if you guys want us, uh, we are here. And we I are will, here. I will be a, I'm a good person to, like, have a sponsorship with. I will yeah. talk your stuff up. I agree. Well, next up, certainly, last but not least, um, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. It looks like Floyd Mayweather... Won the fight, as we thought. Yeah, money right. grab of the century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people said that they feel like the fight... So I didn't watch it. I told myself I was going to watch it, and then I forgot that it was on, and I was just super busy. Um, but a lot of people said that they felt like the fight was a little bit staged. Like, maybe there was some sort of agreement that, like, Floyd wouldn't just demolish Yeah, there's Logan. definitely, like, like... maybe there was, like, a, like, a little, like, mm, don't kill me but like, i'm sure what what it was was they got paid per round that it lasted mm. um and i could see them and this is me going down a rabbit hole of conspiracy theories but i could see a, a world where somebody from their camps put down a very large bet against the odds mm-hmm. that it would go all eight rounds yeah because odds said that it was going to end early because Floyd should have knocked out Logan He Paul. should have. Yeah, um, he should have beat him sooner. So I can see a world where one in the contract, it says you guys get an extra 500000 5000 whatever, yeah. per round that it goes. But also, a deeper, darker criminal link. Somebody mm-hmm. put down a very large bet under an anonymous name or something of that nature to go against the fact that it would end early. So they said, let us end right on time. Right. Who is calling? I, be- I agree. I believe that maybe, possibly, there was something, an agreement of that sort. Like, hey, don't, let's both agree that we're going to make this fight go on. Because, first of all, it's going to, it's going to be news regardless. But it's going to be even bigger news that, like, Floyd Mayweather beat Logan Paul but didn't, like, beat him by that much. Like, that almost... It, in a way, like, it brings attention back to Floyd Mayweather, and it helps Logan Paul seem like a, a real, a real, like, like a real competitor. Yeah, I was having this conversation with somebody, and uh, to me, this is the situation where I'm going to take this, even though I might lose. I, I might take mm-hmm. this knowing that I'm losing. But my next fight, I, I get so much off of fighting Floyd Mayweather 
that the next fight one yeah. I, I'm getting the bag for the next fight yeah but two if I can if I can put up a fight you know for the fans to see um, and it doesn't look like I got demolished and maybe that's because Floyd was in on it too um, but if I could also get an, in, an endorsement from a Floyd Money Mayweather to say mm-hmm. he's not just a YouTuber, he could fight, which yeah. he, he, you know, said in, I in feel like so now, many words. In, in this situation, I feel like he has proven that to an extent. I mean, yeah, he's not course, a boxer. Not outside of the conspiracy that he, he in this way, he's like proven essentially that he can fight, yeah. you know, so. Uh, so it, it just sets him up for you know, everything that's to come. Yeah. And this isn't the only celebrity boxing match. Um, that it, There's a big celebrity boxing match with Lamar Odom. I'm excited for... I really want to see this one. Like, I actually and really want to see And he's fighting Aaron it. Carter. I know. I'm really excited about it. Um, they also have... For the people that watch Love & Hip Hop, Peter Guns is, is fighting... Uh, Cisco, which is crazy because they've had beef. Has this always been a thing, like celebrity boxing? Like, has this always been a thing? Or I know that new? there used to be a thing called celebrity boxing, but it was like real B and C list celebrities. Is, what What do you think Lamar Odom is? Con- I would consider him like a B or C list celebrity. Well, th- well, at this point with like the Jake Pauls and all of them. I feel like, you know, Chad Johnson was a, um, a former NFL player. He boxed on the undercard of the, the Logan Paul fight. I feel like now you're getting more celebrity celebrities uh, or the yeah. closest thing. Um, back in the day, so this was, so Celebrity Boxing was a TV show from 2002. Mm-hmm. Only aired two episodes. Hmm. Um, but contestants wore headgear during the fight. Uh, let me see if I can get that the the fights that were there. Yeah, because I was like thinking to myself, like I feel like I see a lot of celebrities boxing now, and I don't remember seeing that before. Uh, Tanya Harding. Oh, I do. Remember was boxing that. there. I do remember that. Uh, Manute Bowl, who's a basketball player. Um. China, the um, wrestler who passed away. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, she was she was a part of D Generation X and things like that. She fought. Um, it's just you know it was it was a couple of you know very 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 B list celebrities. Todd Bridges, he's a comedian. He's on Everybody Hates Chris, uh, and Different Strokes and Vanilla Ice fought on. Wow. Uh, so, so yeah, I feel like now it's like the celebrities are getting like a little bit more like we're kind of ranking up in terms of fame. Celebrity boxing seemed to be people that needed to get money. And this might still be that, but I feel like people are benefiting off of this yeah. a lot more. Well, I have heard that Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter both are not making what they used to make oh, of course. back in the day. Like, I feel like Logan Paul, like, I feel like he's one of those people that he doesn't need to fight. I think he genuinely wants to do this. Lamar and Aaron Carter, like they probably really do want to do it, but they also probably need the money. Need the money. Definitely a little need bit. the money. Because I don't think either one of them is really doing that great in their career. Like I feel like both of them will always be famous, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
maybe not past our time. <laughs> but um but um especially I feel like Aaron Carter, if you asked the Gen Z like Aaron Carter who Aaron Carter was, they probably have no idea. Yeah. I I was actually asking somebody uh, earlier and he was like, Who is Aaron Carter? I said, All right, never mind. <laughs> well, Don't even worry. Wrong about generation. It. Moving on. Wrong generation. I'm excited for the Lamar and Aaron Carter fight though. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I don't know if they're going to get $30 off me or if I'm bootleg it, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where you're like, you and a bunch of friends yeah, split now, the cost. Yeah, if we could, then... if, if people could get together, what date is this on? Lord, here's me, not me doing promo again. <laughs> we, do a, we need to get some sponsorships. Yeah, I, I'm going to need somebody to send some money. We need money to get at least something. 100 listeners. Oh, this is, this is tomorrow. Oh. This is tomorrow at 9. I have the Fight TV app because that's what you can watch Versus on, on yeah. TV. This is tomorrow. I might have, We might have to get the gang together and watch it. This I'm is tomorrow say, uh, at 9. We need to do something because I, I kind of want to see it. Like, this is I've been tomorrow. wanting to see this. It's four fights. I don't see why we shouldn't. Yeah, I think it's a good hmm. idea. We'll convince Cindy. And Ice-T and Coco are, are, are you know, hosting yeah, so I think we do it. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm excited. Um, All right. So I have a question, just to get um, on a more serious note. Okay. Um, let me. Not. I have a, a very pressing question. Okay. I just want to get your thoughts on this, and this can be something that we can um, build off of for the main portion of the pod. Yes. My topic is going to be micromanagement in relationships mm-hmm. how do you feel just off of that statement what is that what first comes to mind for you well the feeling i get is it doesn't sound great okay <laughs> micromanaging mm, yes micromanaging definitely sounds, has a negative it gets, connotation it does i think yeah i think nine times out of ten when you think micromanaging you think of, a boss writing you. And, 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 yeah, you think of like a boss, very somebody who's controlling. But I don't think, just off the top of my head, I don't think it's always bad. And sometimes I think it has good intentions, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, a little iffy on this one. I will. I will agree. Mm-hmm. Um, in. It can come from a good place. Yes. Let me get into some scenarios and then we'll build from there. Okay. Um, so I'm going to just use my girlfriend and I as a reference point in these scenarios. This is not, you know, things that actually happen in our relationship. Yeah, you're um, just so make, using them. I got to put a disclaimer out there because people going to think she unhappy and try to slide in a DM or something. Yeah, everything we everything that we're going to talk about yeah. is strictly hypothetical. May not may or may not apply to us. Yeah. We're not going to talk about what our relationship. I mean, yeah. I might say like a couple of things and about she'll myself. Whoop my ass. If I actually yeah. get into like any type of problem on air, mm-hmm. she'd probably whoop my ass. Yeah. And I'm scared of her, so I'm not yeah. going to do that. Yeah. Uh, shout out to my baby. Um, so in a hypothetical world. If my girlfriend was always asking me to cook dinner, let's let's use cook dinner mm-hmm. um, as as the first example. Tyler cook dinner, cook dinner, cook dinner. At a certain point, I'm not gonna want to cook dinner. Yeah. Even if 
I like cooking dinner for her and I like, you know, providing a meal or something like that. If at a certain at a certain point when somebody continuously asks you to do something, you no longer want to do it. That's the problem with jobs. Like your job consistently Mm -hmm. asks you to do something and the only thing they expect, oh, well, you know, you're getting money, so you should be happy about that. No, that's that's not how that works. Sometimes there's days where at my job, like. I just don't want to do that thing. Yeah. Like, if I'm at work, sometimes, like, I'm a nanny, and so I do laundry. Some days I just, I don't want to do the laundry. Yeah. Some days I don't, I don't mind, you know? Absolutely. Um, and obviously, poor energy levels affect your effort mm-hmm. and your job and your relationships and things like that. Yeah, it depends day to day. Um, the micromanaging or the consistent demand for somebody to do something to me is an issue the mm-hmm. reason i say this um and what i hear when i bring this up to people or when i see these type of topics is well if i don't ask then he's not going to do it mm, or yeah or she's not going to do it or this that and a third or she's going to get complacent or he's going to get complacent and i don't want to fall into complacency which nobody wants to fall into complacency nope. but for me if a, if a man or a woman wants to do something they're going to do it Right. You're saying whether whether you ask whether you ask not. me to do it or mm-hmm. not, if if it's in my heart to go in there and cook something for dinner, I'm gonna go cook something yep. for dinner. That's you don't have to ask me to do some, to do that. Yeah. Where I really find issue is it, in this scenario, hypothetically, if Cindy was always asking me, "Go cook dinner," "Are you gonna cook dinner?" "Can you cook dinner for me?" "Just mm-hmm. then a third, what's for dinner?" If I turned around, and and she's asking me that because she wants dinner. Yeah. So now if I turn around, hey, can we have sex? Can we have sex? Mm. Do you want to have sex? I want to have sex. Can we have sex? Now it's an issue. It's the same constant demand Mm. because you want something, but you get very upset, or somebody gets very, anybody. The other person gets very upset if I constantly ask you for something that I want. Yeah. Now, when she wants to have sex, we would have sex because that's what she would like to do. Yeah. I don't have to sit here and continuously beg and beg and beg to say that, oh, if I don't ever ask her, we ain't going to never have sex. Mm-hmm. No, when she feels like having sex, she will communicate that. And if I feel the same, we would do that. To me, where I feel like a lot of people go wrong is feeling like you have to consistently be on somebody's back Mm -hmm. or consistently ask somebody for something that you want. She wants me to cook dinner or I want to have sex. So I consistently ask for that. That is an issue because it's going to make the person not want to do it. And I know that this is valid because women say on Twitter, on, you know, dating apps, all these things, it's so exhausting how often they get asked for sex or anything yeah. like that. However, the same is true when you get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you continuously ask me to do something, at a certain point, I'm not going to want to do it. Yeah. And now I have an attitude. Now I'm half-assing it. Now, you know, until the point where I'm just like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And you're yeah. like, well, why aren't you going to do it? You did it all the other times. Well, that's because you asked me all the other time that I'm trying to be nice and I'm trying to do it. But at yep. a certain point, I got to stand on my own, too, yeah. and say that at this point, 
let's order pizza because I'm not cooking. I don't yeah. want to cook. Or you get in there and cook something. Or yeah. you order pizza. Like, yeah. Or you do something like that. Um, so how do you feel about the opposite side? So you're mm-hmm. the one asking your, your man yeah. to, to cook dinner or do something consistently out of the fear that if you don't ask, it won't ever happen. Uh, I feel like it's different scenario to scenario. Like, like sometimes, so with me and David, right, like, and so I'm speaking about a, a real scenario. I, in our relationships, most of the time, if I want something, I only have to ask once, which I like, because I feel like sometimes you can ask a guy over and over again, tell him you want something, and then he won't do it. One of the problems that, like, we kind of have run into in the past was I think I asked him, like, something like, I think it was, like, I, he, didn't, he didn't used to open my door when we first started dating. And I, I told him, I was like, why don't you, I was like, why don't you open my door for me? Like, I feel like this is, like, basic, like, gentleman stuff or whatever. Like, I'm your girlfriend. Like, we were already boyfriend and girlfriend yeah. at this time. And him not opening my door for me wasn't going to be, like, the reason that I wasn't going to be his girlfriend. But I just, I was like, why, why didn't you, um, why don't you open your, my door? Like, my car door or whatever. And he was like, well, I just didn't think you wanted me to. He genuinely thought that I did not want him to open my, because he thought I kind of had this, like, sort of, like, I don't need you to do this for me mentality. Which is not my mentality, but, um... Basically, he, you know, told me, like, okay, now that you've asked me, I will do it. But sometimes, you know, I feel like if I constantly ask him to do something and I keep asking him for the same thing, yeah, there is going to be a time where he's like, I don't really want to do that today. Like, I don't want to. But also, too, to your point, I feel like if you're constantly having to ask your partner to do things for you and they're refusing to do so I think you guys already have a problem because somebody who loves you should want to do things for you and you shouldn't have to really ask them all the time you know what I mean like okay you shouldn't always have to be like oh can you bring me flowers can you you know for you like for you like will you cook for me like it should kind of already be known that they're going to do those things and but also think about the fact that it's okay if they don't like every time necessary you know what right. i mean so 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 that okay so i and i'm just gonna play devil's advocate the whole time i completely agree with you if somebody wants to do something and they love you they'll do it out of the kindness of the heart because they know that that's yeah. gonna bring joy to you <clears throat> however Let me just gather the thought before I get it out there. However, just because I'm in love with you, like I plan on marrying Cindy, so yeah, I love her to death. Don't know what mm-hmm. I would do without her. Just because I love her to death, every day I don't want to cook. Yeah, There's going to be days that I don't want to do that just because I'm human. I might be tired. Yeah. I might have, I might just, you know, really want to go get a Popeye sandwich. Yep. I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. And that might be for a week that I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. Now, 
that shouldn't be a problem. It doesn't mean you don't love her. It, it does not mean I don't love you. Yeah. And it shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. Even if there's a couple of nights in a row that, that what, you typically, what you wanted didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes it's like, I don't want to do this thing, but then I do it because yeah, I'm sacrificing. Yeah. Now there, so there has to be like a so balance. So it's always a balancing act yeah. because you have to balance what you would like mm-hmm. to do and what would make your partner happy if those two things aren't the same. Don't al- yeah. If they don't align, you're going to have to balance. A lot of times in the in the greatest of relationships, those things align. Yeah, you have to you have to kind of find like I mean, that's how it is like sometimes for me and David and I I know we said we're not going to speak about our real relationships, but I'm giving an example that happens to be true. Like sometimes I feel like there's a middle ground for us where it's like Obviously, he pays for every time we go on a date, right? Anytime we basically go anywhere, he pays. And so sometimes, like, I will be in the mood to eat something that's a little bit more expensive, and he's in the mood to eat something that's a little bit more cheap. And he's like, well, I want to go to Wendy's, and you want to go to, like, I don't know, what's, like, an expensive, like, the Boathouse or something. I don't even like the Boathouse, but I'm just giving an example. And so sometimes we'll have to say, okay, well, we don't really agree. We have to have some middle ground, you know. But, um, yeah, I feel like to get back to your point, like, yeah, sometimes you might ask your partner for something and they're not in the headspace to do that that day or they're they're tired or something happened or whatever. Like, sometimes if I'm in a bad mood, like, I don't want to watch that show with you. I don't want to... I don't want to do, I don't want to go hang out with you and your friends. I don't want, so yeah, there is sort of like a, a like micromanaging in terms of like constantly asking your partner to do something. Sometimes I feel like it's, it's hard. It's like a, it's like a balance of like, if you constantly have to ask this person to do something, maybe they don't care about you, but then it's like, if you're constantly, you know, if you don't ask, you might not get what you want, but so, so this is, this is what. This is what I use, and this is a light bulb moment for me, and I'm going to use a real, real life situation. Mm-hmm. So disclaimer: everything before was false. What I'm about to say is <laughs> true. true. So, Cindy and you go out mm-hmm. to places, whether y'all go to dinner, whether y'all go out to the bar, to the club, whatever. In certain situations, i.e., y'all go out to the bar, to the club, having a girls' night, where you know, y'all are going to be drinking. Yeah. Let's say that 10 times a year, y'all do that. Probably less. <laughs> eight of those times, just for just for even numbers. <laughs> eight of those times. Let me let me be real. <clears throat> Excuse me. Y'all do this 10 times a year, right? Let's say just for... Example. Yeah, yeah. just for example's sake. Y'all do that 10 times a year. Yeah. 10 situations where y'all are going out and going to are going to be drinking. Yeah. So... In those 10 situations, there is a grand total of probably two mm-hmm. where I'm like, I want to drive you to girls' night. Like, I want to drive you. I just want to drive yeah. for some reason. Maybe I'm going to stop at, you know, Popeye's on the way back home yeah. or something like that. And Popeye's got a sponsor us. We've been dropping that name too much. We've been dropping we, Popeye's we, too we much. We need a Popeye's sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need a Popeye's sponsor. Yeah. But out of those 10 times, yeah. there might be two. That Tyler wants to drive Cindy to girls' night. Yeah. 
Yeah. And pick Cindy up from Girls Night because just driving yep. too don't mean. So now there's eight times. Yep. There's eight other times. Mm-hmm. Those eight times I don't want to do this because one, we live far. Two, I don't feel like driving you. You know, an hour All the way somewhere. To yeah, at ten o'clock, and I know I got to turn mm-hmm. around and drive right back home. That takes me, you know, thirty minutes. So yeah. now I'm sitting in the house for like, you know, an hour, hour and a half. I can't get on the game for real because as soon as I do. It's now, you know, one o'clock yeah. and I need to be getting back on the road to come yeah. up to get you mm-hmm. and then drive back home. So there's eight times where I don't feel like doing that. Yeah. Now, of those eight times, mm-hmm. I love you. About five of them. I'm just going to suck it up. You yeah. ain't got to ask me. I'm not going to want to do it, but you're not going to hear my mouth about it. So that leaves yeah. three times mm-hmm. that there are situations where I might have an attitude. I feel like now, mind you, I've taken you seven times yeah. in the three times that are left. There should at least be one to two. Mm-hmm. For me, it should be two times where you're like, babe, I ain't even going to drink. Don't even worry about it. Girls night. Yeah. I'm going to drive up there. Yep. Yeah. So then that really only leaves one time where I'm like, I don't really even want to fucking do this. And yeah. I have an attitude and you're like, well, Tyler, you got to take me up there anyways. This, that, and the third because, you know, I'm going to be drinking. And I, I took time off so I can, you know, sleep in and be hungover. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to drive you. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I might have an attitude the whole time. But of that 10, I still drove you yeah. eight times, whether yeah. I wanted to do it. Whether I didn't want to do it and just did it anyways out of love and whether I did it with an attitude, I still did it. Mm -hmm. For me, what would really send me off and what would be a deal breaker is if we're in that same scenario and we have those three times left and you can't ever say, I got it. I got it this time. Don't even worry about it. It's like every time. It's like every time you're expecting or asking. Yeah can you drive me here for mm-hmm. the purpose of me drinking? Because the 10 times that y'all go out to girls' night, Tyler don't ever have a guy's night. Like, I'm, I'm my guy's night or y'all fellas come over here, we're going to bust down on a pizza, this, that, and a third. It's in the crib. Bust down on a pizza. Yeah, we're going to eat yeah, a pizza, yeah. you know, watch a game or something like that. And that's, you know, probably four or five times a year. Yeah. I'm not asking you to drive me to the gym so I can yeah. go play basketball. I'm not asking you to go take me here. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, oh, guy's night, we're going to the bar, this, that, and a third. Can you drive me and drop me off at the bar because I'm a drink? Now, mm-hmm. I get it. There's like protectionary things where, yeah. you know, your woman is, yeah. as a woman, it's a little bit different. However, there's just in that scenario where mm-hmm. I have to now do something that I don't want to do, i.e. driving you to girls night. There's not a situation where you're going to be doing the same. Yeah. So since there's not a situation where you're reciprocating the same energy, where you're dropping me off at, a, at an event and have to come pick me up from said event. Yeah. Excuse me. In in that, since there is no um, reciprocating event, you should be adult enough to say, "Damn, he done drove me eight times this year that I can." Let count. me go ahead and just let, let me, me just, just say eat. I can. I'm I'm not going to drink tonight. I can still go yep. to girls' night because I'm never going to stop you from going to girls' night. I'm never going to stop you right. from going out. But maybe you could just be like, "Oh, I don't really like. He don't got to drive." Yeah. And and just to say. Cindy does that. So Cindy drove to girls' night last night. Yeah, she drove us. And 
one that was because I was like, like you're going to girls' night. That's cool. Like, how are you getting there? And if she was like, well, I wanted to drink, and I was like, well, I kind of got to work at seven seven thirty yeah. in the morning. Like, I have to get up. And I was like, plus, you know, I'm gonna like even if I stay home, yeah. I have to stay up to see you get in this house, whether. Mm-hmm. You know, because y'all are women going out on girls' night, so it's different. So it could be a situation where some niggas is being creepy at the bar, and I need they to, are. yeah, and, and they I work. need to, I need to get out there. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, flat tire or something like. God forbid you get pulled over or something like that. I just yeah. need to be up, so I'm gonna be up regardless. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know what? That makes sense. I'm an adult. I don't even really got to drink tonight, and she knows her limits and things like that. Yeah. So. Did she go out there and have a good time? Did she drink? Did she look good? Yes. Mm-hmm. Was I able to sit at home, you know, get real productive, you know, watch yeah. a couple movies, play some video games? Yes. Yeah. And it all worked out. It wouldn't work out if there was a continued expectation mm-hmm. that I'm going to take her to every girl's night. And yep. the thing is, is that when she has that continued expectation, or when she did this last night excuse me when she did this last night and said i'm gonna drive to girls night she knows that it's not gonna now be the norm that she has to drive to girls night mm-hmm. she knows that next time i next time i'm saying oh me the girls going out we're going out to drink yeah i'm gonna be like you drinking or what you doing mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna drink okay bet uh i might not want to take you but let's go i'm gonna take yeah. you so she did that knowing that the next time there's a good possibility that i'm gonna get right back to taking over yeah but you gotta think though and this is, micromanaging is something that I struggle with, not just in relationships, but just in every sort of facet yeah. of my life. Because I'm very, like, I'm like one of those people that I'm secretly type A. Like, I kind of display myself as being type B, mm-hmm. but I'm secretly type A. And um, I think, like, for me, and this is something that I had to kind of deal with literally in therapy, was my therapist being like, if you try to... You can try to micromanage everything and it will still go wrong. There is nothing, there are some things in life that you cannot control. And I remember her telling me like, if you are trying to control, if you feel like you need so badly to have control over this certain situation, whether it's like dating or family or work, it might not just, it just might not be for you. Like it might not, it should not be a stressful thing but I'm a person like I have anxiety so naturally I'm stressed like I'm just a naturally stressed out person like like I said I display myself as type B and you might like I think a lot of people would say oh she's pretty like laid back she's pretty pretty mellow pretty chill but I think most people who know me personally like on a deep level would say yeah she's pretty she's pretty like can be dramatic can be controlling can be like a perfectionist sort of thing So I think when I think back to my past relationships, like I tried really hard to play like the I'm the cool girlfriend and nothing bothers me. And so sometimes I wouldn't ask for things and I wouldn't say, okay, this is my standard. Right. And so they thought I don't really have to do anything because she loves me for me and I don't she doesn't ask me for anything. She has no standard. The standard like the bar is on the floor. Whereas then after that, I thought, okay, well, now I realize I don't want a guy that, like, doesn't do anything for me. I want, like, I don't want to be this, like, I'm an independent woman. I don't need a man. 
I want to be in a relationship with somebody that does things for me. But then it's, sometimes I have to stop myself because then I'm asking for so much all the time that it becomes like, is this person even capable of giving me what I'm asking for? So oftentimes, like, I try to, with me and, like, my current boyfriend, I do not ask him for anything that I cannot either give to him or to myself. So I don't have any, like, because then I'm not a good partner, right? Like, I can't ask him for something and I can't even come up with it. Like, I'm not, like, I can't ask him to buy me a house. Yeah. Can I buy a house right now? There's no. people out here that's doing that. Exactly. So, like, I can't have an expectation for him. And, I mean, even though, tech, you know, when you think about it, our expectations are different because we have different roles in our relationship. He's the man and the woman. But I don't ask him to take me anywhere that I can't pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't ask him to do anything for me that that I can't do myself. I don't ask, you know what I mean? So, yeah. but it is it is sometimes, like... For me, it is hard to kind of find that balance of, like, how do I let him know that I want this thing but not ask him for this thing so much that he gets worn out and is like, I don't want to do this for you. I get that, and I'm going to go off the word standard. So, Yeah, setting a you're, standard. You're correct with you should always have standards in your relationship, both man and woman. Everybody should have their standards. Mm -hmm. You need to do this to fulfill whatever need I yeah, have. Yeah, if this, if this isn't happening, Yeah, if this I'm is not, not happening, I'm not happy. And either A, we're going to adjust, or B, I'm going to leave. Yeah. So, in, in having standards, for me, you just need to voice your standard at the beginning, whenever that standard changes or whenever you realize that this is what the standard is or what yeah. the new standard is, that needs to be voiced. Cool. However, what you cannot do is say, let's just hypothetical. Um, my standard is you pay for every date. Yeah. Now we know that's unrealistic. We understand that, you know, people yeah. should. So depending on your financial, yeah. you know, everybody's situation is a little bit different. Yeah, um, and well, for me, I understand that some dates you might pay, and I'm like, yeah. I'm fine with that. That's fine. Like, it doesn't cause any type of tension or make yeah. me feel any less of a man. Or there has to I be could. like an agreement of like, if you do this, I'm gonna yeah. do this, or you know. So, the standard that you that that somebody sets is, um, let's okay. Let me take it off of pay, payment because that's gonna start a whole nother like argument. That, that's let's a say whole, that somebody's that's a whole standard other, like, is you text me good morning every morning. Yeah, and that's my standard. The bar I wanna, is in hell. I want to. Well, yeah. <laughs> but so, yeah, just an example. So yeah. I want to hear from you every single morning. Cool. Mm -hmm. You make that known. Yeah. You have to give somebody the opportunity to meet that standard. Every night, you can't tell him, I better hear from you in the morning. That's too much. Or something. You're going to push them away. You're consistently trying to ensure that your standard is met. Mm -hmm. You're not even allowing him to meet the standard organically on his own, mm -hmm. where he wakes up and is like, damn, I want to text my girlfriend this morning. You know what I'm saying? And you also don't give somebody the opportunity to mess it up. Mm -hmm. Because this is how you can really get into a, a, a bad situation. Let me go off the, hypo the hypothetical with, with the good morning text. I require you to text me good morning. Mm -hmm. So every night I'm, I'm on your ass. You better text me in the morning. That better yeah. be the first thing I read when I wake up. You better text me as soon as you wake up. 
this, that, and the third. I'm on your neck about it. Or she's on my it's neck not about even it. Fun. Yeah. So now, one, I don't want to do that. Yeah. But two, I might send you that good morning text with somebody laying next to me. Because I've gotten that unhappy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because now you've you've micromanaged me to the point where I don't even want to do this. Mm -hmm. So now I just do it because that's going to get you to stop micromanaging me yeah. for the day. And I know that if I send you this good morning text, we'll start the day off on a good foot. If yeah. I don't, or if it's late, or this, that, and the third, you're going to be yelling at me, bucking, this, that, and mm -hmm. the third. And I live with my girlfriend. I ain't got to worry about a good morning text. But in the scenario, mm -hmm. that can force whoever, guy, girl, whatever, that can force somebody to either conform yeah they and and they're just conforming based on if i do this it's gonna shut her up yeah a lot of people do this like when they're getting their arguments they'll be just i'm wrong i'm sorry and they're yeah. just saying it mm -hmm. to shut you the hell up because they don't want to keep yeah because like, they i just I keep yeah i don't want to keep this. hearing say, this i'm sorry exactly yeah. so so they're either going to conform they're either going to lash out where they, I don't want to fucking text you good morning. Now y'all in a big ass argument. Yeah. Or they're going to abandon. Mm -hmm. They're going to leave you because they're like, yo, you're crazy as hell. Yeah. Now the problem is, is the person that conforms is probably going to do some sneak shit because yeah. you're always riding them and they just need some type of release yeah. from that. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say that you can't have a standard, but what you cannot do is set the standard like, if the standard is here, I can't keep grabbing you by the waist to push you up there to grab mm -hmm. the stand, the bar. If the bar is here, I can't grab you every day. You just have, you got you to let somebody jump up there and get the bar. Yeah. You and if can't, they don't, then you have that yeah, conversation. Like Maybe you balance. lower the bar. Or you say, I'm not lowering the bar. Jump higher. And if they say, I can't jump higher, then y'all need to separate. Yeah. But without you allowing somebody to mess up, there's no room for growth. If yeah. we just get in this stagnated world of I text you good morning, that could be the only text I send you all day. Yeah. Because I don't want to talk to you at this point. Mm -hmm. And I'm just sending that so we don't argue. Yeah. That's the problem. For me, that's what it really boils down to when you're talking about the micromanagement um, or the over-demanding in relationships. It's fine to have a standard. Everybody yeah. should have a standard. The issue comes in when... You set that bar, and along the way, you're continuously trying to ensure that I hit the bar. You're forcing me to hit the bar. Mm -hmm. It's not me wanting to hit the like bar. Like a boss. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're a boss. You set the standard. You set the metric that we're going to go by, and you're along the way. It's like you're holding my hand so yeah. I can get to the metric. No, you have to let me get there on my own, or... Let this thing go. Yeah. Um, so without, yeah, I just, just something that was, you know, kind of on yeah. my mind and some, some things I had saw, you know, Facebook and Twitter posts um, and conversations that people had. Uh, and yeah. I just, you know, overall just feel like everybody have standards. You gotta have it, let it happen. Or yeah, you have to let, you have to let somebody attain the standard. Mm -hmm. And if they fall short, you either adjust your standard. Yeah. Or tell them to try more. Maybe just let them know, like, yeah. like, this for me, and I think that's kind of what I've done in my relationship in times where I felt like maybe sometimes he just literally didn't know, yeah. like, oh, it's that she might want, she wants this instead of that or whatever. Like, sometimes I just had to be like, okay, like, 
you know, this is how I feel. This is how something makes me feel. And then I feel like what makes it, what makes me and David's relationship work is just being able to tell him one time. Not having to be like, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you and that, do this? But that's can how it should this? be. You should be able to, to set your standard, yeah. set your expectation, and then allow David to meet that expectation. Yeah. And then when he doesn't, you have a conversation with him. Exactly. And, and it doesn't have to be like, you're not meeting my standard. You're trash. You're yeah. the, because let, like, let's say, for example, when, when I cook food, you know, at my house for David, he knows that I'm going to ask him to take out the trash. I don't even have to ask anymore. He knows she's going to ask. Cause it's like, that's my standard. If I'm gonna like, if I'm gonna cook for you, because when I cook, I cook for hours. I don't usually just cook for like, you know. I mean, sometimes yeah, I cook for like thirty minutes, an hour, whatever. Most of the time, I'm cooking for three, four hours. You know, some stuff you gotta let that stuff simmer yeah, and all that stuff. Let it go. So you know, but the standard that he knows now is like, okay, if she's going to, um, you know, cook, I'm gonna wash the dishes, or I'm going to take out the trash i'm not saying like you know if he's like oh i'm tired my back hurts and he's like can you can i not do that today i'm gonna be like okay it's all right because that's like part of like picking up this like picking up where your partner might be lacking that day but i do feel like sometimes it can be hard as women because we maybe feel like our partner needs to prove themselves to us and because a lot of guys get comfortable where it's like you know oh he's not doing the things that he used to do and then you start the asking and the asking and the asking and the asking and then sometimes either they're not doing it or they're just doing it to shut you up and it like you know it's hard to, it's for me it's hard to find that balance and, but what i will say is women get comfortable as well oh 100 percent, we do so in the same breath as Oh, he's, you know, he hasn't brought flowers. He hasn't done this. Well, maybe the stuff that he likes to do or he wants from you, you're not doing. And I hate to say sex, but I mean, that's that's probably the most that's common be the thing, thing. Right. For, for men is going to be the most common thing. But there, there are some men that like other things. But let's just keep it on stuff that the broad audience can get. What do most men yeah. want? in their relationship from their woman that right. they don't get as the, I feel like the longer you date the more you hear couples say that they have we stopped less having sex. And less sex yeah and then what the girl will say is well I'm not having sex with a man that's not going to get flowers for me and this guy is yeah. like I'm not getting flowers for a woman that's not going to have sex with me Yeah. and now we're just in a vicious cycle of this, I'm not doing this because you're not doing that and it shouldn't necessarily be that way but both mm-hmm. people can fall into complacency but you have to know that that will happen. Mm-hmm. So it's part of like the, it, it's the part, journey it's, of the relationship. It's the marathon. And that tests your love too. Yeah, but people mm-hmm. don't, when you run a marathon, you don't sprint the whole time. So mm-hmm. when we start that race, I might be sprinting. I might be buying the flowers. I might take you out every week, this, that, and the third. But once we get to that middle part where it's like, damn. Because then it's like, it's like, Let's say you've been going to basketball. I'm going to say, speaking of sprinting, you've been going to track practice. And when you first started going to track practice, you were going every week, every single day, Sunday to Saturday, you were going. Absolutely. Okay. For, let's say you went for three weeks. 
And then you're like, after those three weeks, you're like, mm, I kind of want a break. Yeah. I kind of need a break. So I think maybe instead of going every day, maybe I'm just going to go five days. Yeah. Right? And then those five days turn into four days. And then you're like, oh, I've rested enough. Now I'm going to go every single day. And it's kind of like how relationships are sometimes. Yes, absolutely. So, so to keep it on the, the sports analogy, when you start taking that time that where you're like, I'm going to you know, go back less and less and less, coaches notice that. And just as your partner, in this situation, mm-hmm. the coach is your partner. Now, you know, your partner notices, oh, we haven't been going out. He ain't cuddling me. Mm-hmm. He'd be on his phone a little more often. And it might not necessarily be he's cheating or she's cheating. It's just because I'm just in a, in a little bit of a funk. Like at, at a certain, I'm in a the middle of tired. the marathon, mm-hmm. people start power walking. Yep. You get what I'm saying? It, it's not the sprint that we started out with because we everything's new, everything's fast, everything's cool. Yes, yep. sex, this, that, and the third, you know, dates, flowers. But then once we get to the middle and we've been doing this thing for, for a few minutes, you know, or excuse me, for a few months, a couple of years, it's like, dang. Yeah. And that's not to say I don't want to start sprinting. Mm-hmm. I might just be tired and yeah. can't sprint. So now I'm, I'm doing a light jog. But mm-hmm. now you don't just stop the race. You don't just stop running you don't just say okay i'm out your coach doesn't just kick you off the team if you start coming to practice less he has a conversation they or excuse me he or she they have a conversation with you hey why aren't you coming to practice and that's what has to happen in the relationship explain to them this is why hey babe i'm so sorry i i had all this money saved up and i actually was using the savings to pay for the dates so this and now i don't have any savings or i lost my job or i got a new bill or yeah. this that, and the third and this is the reason and then you know hey you know why why are we not having sex well i haven't been feeling appreciated because you haven't been doing this why haven't you been doing this this is why and now we work down to the root of the problem and we can get back to sprinting and you can again fix it. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that people miss that. They just get into, oh, that nigga got complacent. It's time to leave. What did you ask him? And see, this is a big problem that a lot of women have is, and I'm sorry, girls, but we got to talk about it. It's reality. A lot of us girls, we get, like you said, girls get complacent. I don't shave my legs as much as I used to when I started dating David. I don't wear makeup. The hair gets a little different. I don't, right? I don't wear makeup as much as I used to when I started dating David. I don't do my hair as much as I did when I started dating David. There's a lot of things that I don't because I'm comfortable. Because yeah. I don't feel like I have to do those things. But every now and then I'm like, hmm, I should I should dress up for this date. You know, because ultimately like part me being attractive was part of the reason that he yeah. was attracted to me. That's why that's how we got here. That's how we got here. You know, was he? It was all visual. He saw me, and he said, "She's cute. I want it." So sometimes I have to like. I'm not saying that he doesn't think I'm beautiful all the time, but I know that he thinks I'm my most beautiful when I'm wearing a dress and when I have on heels and when I, you know, have. He doesn't love like he likes the full makeup and he likes the no makeup, but he kind of likes the in between, yeah. like the like kind of natural. Like I guess what I have on today, he likes like the natural makeup, but um. You know, sometimes I had to tell myself, like, you probably should shave your legs. <laughs> like yeah. you, and he, but he's so sweet, and he'll never be like, you should shave your legs. Like, he's never going to say, you should shave your legs. But, but, the, but the thing for me is, and I don't tell Cindy to shave her legs. 
let me just yeah, as a disclosure, we don't do that I don't here. tell anybody that you have to shave or anything like that. But if your beauty is a standard for him, which for for almost everybody, Every it is yeah. it is a standard. Like I like you because you're attractive to me. Yeah. Whether that's you got pretty teeth, whatever. Yeah. If at a certain point you feel like somebody is letting themselves go. Yeah. You should be able to communicate that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. If I hate saying something, I feel like people are gonna cancel me. It doesn't matter. It's if reality. Be, be Cindy, real. If Cindy gained sixty pounds, it really just let herself go, and now she has this gut and this that and the third. I would have a conversation. Hey. Yeah. I'm feeling like you've let yourself go. Is something going on? Are you depressed? Why is this yeah. occurring? And maybe she's like, oh, well, I just, you know, kind of got, got a little comfortable. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, so now I'm telling you it's an issue. Are we willing to do anything about this? Yeah, let's, okay, so now let's go to the gym. Or now let's eat right. Let's stop, you know, let's yeah. only do takeout on the weekends or something like that. That should be able to occur in looks. That should be able to occur in effort. In energy, excuse me, in sex, it should be able to occur across all facets of a relationship. To me, once you get into a relationship, a real relationship with somebody, nothing is taboo. Nothing is forbidden. You, there you, is no topic that you should yeah. not be able to Because approach. sometimes you have to have those you have hard to. conversations. You have to. But you don't, you can't really like, you can't be really truly in love and you can't get to marriage and have a healthy marriage if you don't talk about the stuff that is hard. And that is like part of the conversation of like micromanaging is sometimes like you have to tell your partner like the truth of of what you want. It can be hard to tell them that. Um, And it can be hard to tell your partner, hey, I feel like gotten comfortable yeah it's it's a difficult conversation because people have made it difficult yeah and it it does it shouldn't it it doesn't shouldn't be that way you should if they're your partner the key word is partner they you guys are in this together and you guys should be able and to have those conversations and if you're with somebody and you feel like you constantly have to ask them to do something and you constantly have to talk about them and their complacency you might not be with the right person or you might need to work on yourself because there could be an issue there absolutely with you like i feel like and i think it's circumstantial too especially like with the weight gain thing like like you said like why is that happening because you know sometimes i think like you'll see men who like micromanage their their girls looks Right, and but you should like, always ask why. Yeah, because a lot, like I'll see a lot of girls that will gain weight because they're on birth control, yeah. or they got, or they're pregnant, and they just had a baby, and the guy would be like, "Well, when is she going to lose all the weight?" And it's like, "Whoa, that's when we get into the territory." Yeah, of like so. So the thing is, is that you something that like you yeah. need to relax. You, you always have to approach when somebody doesn't meet a certain standard of yours. You should always approach it with a why. Mm-hmm. Well, why has it? If if you have a good boss, when you don't do something up mm-hmm. to the standard, what's going on? What are you not understanding? They, they, before they just fire you. Yeah, they, they always try to figure to out why. First. But the thing is, too, though, is that if your boss, if let's say you're not doing, if you're at work 
and you're not doing your job and you haven't been doing your job really well for, let's say, for example, three months, mm-hmm. that might be a time where your boss might say, it's time to let you go. But in those three months, how many times has your boss talked to you? If they're a good boss, yeah. like you're a good partner, you've spoken yeah. to them about it. Yeah, because, and I'm, I'm, I'm speaking this from experience. Um, I'm not going to name names, but I think you're going to know. I dated a guy who, I'm not, I'm not joking, sometimes I look back and I cringe, but I, it's taught me a lot. Um, I had to ask him for six months to surprise me with something. It could have been anything. I literally asked him for six months to surprise me with something. Talk about micromanaging. Woof. Yeah. He never did it. He never did it. So I kept asking him, why, 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 why? Like you said, right? Why, 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 why aren't you giving me this thing? And he was, oh, I'm depressed. I'm tired. I don't have any energy. I don't this. I don't that. All right, six months went by, and I was out. Yeah. I said, I'm not doing this. I gave you time. I gave you six months of time. And we had a conversation, and I told him, I said, you literally could have just surprised me with a bag of Skittles. And I said, if you can tell me right now that you can at least surprise me with a bag of Skittles, we, we can work this out. We can work it out. That's how invested I was in this relationship. That I was willing to, to just take a, a bag of Skittles. And um, he said to me, I can't. I'm just too depressed. So, I, so we broke up. Not even kidding you, less than 24 hours later, he texts me and goes, I planned a picnic for you. I'm going to take you on this day, on this location, this time, you need to wear this. Right then and there, he did it. Are we together today? No. And the reason why is because I, it took me leaving the relationship for him to all of a sudden decide, now I'm going to rise to the occasion. No, you made me wait for six months. And I set the bar extremely low for you. And you couldn't reach it. So already now, I'm done. I'm out. I'm I'm already out. Because sometimes I feel like with the micromanaging thing is sometimes to the partner's defense, when you have to keep asking somebody to do it, you're already at the point where you're like, I don't want it anymore. I don't want it from you anymore. I'm moved on. I'm with some... I mean, how many... This is the reality for a lot of men, and I think a lot of women know. If you're a man and you've ever been broken up with by, with a girl and it wasn't, like, something where, like, they had to break up with you right then and there, it was, like, maybe they lost feelings, she knew she was going to break up with you before. Before she... She knew she was going to break up with you way... At least two weeks before she did. 100%. Every time I had broken up with a man, I knew... In my heart, I was going to break up with him at least two weeks before. At least. At least two weeks. Usually. Yeah. I mean, that was heavy. It was yeah. heavy, but but healthy. So, everybody, let it happen organically. Yeah, just at the end happen. of the day, just let it happen organically. And if you feel like your partner is not meeting your needs, just let them know and give them time. But not too much, child. Don't be like me. Six yeah, months. I mean, set set a goal for yourself. Set uh, a standard, but don't don't be so angry about it. You know. Yeah, I mean, th- this was good. If this anybody good disagrees, time. agrees, let us know. Reach out. 
uh, on the socials. Yeah. Um, and if you have something that you completely disagree with, let us know. Let us know. We you might be able to, to come on and discuss your and side. Debate. We'll see. I'm, I'm ready for this Wawa we'll Cheese debate. Yeah, we're going to do a this or that. We're going to do a, a this, this or that pod where we're going to make a list of things that we completely disagree on. We'll yeah. set a time limit per topic. Yeah. Split the time. Yep. And debate this or that. Are you a Coke or a Pepsi person? I am a no soda person. Okay. So you're a water person. A water, sweet tea, juice. Okay. I'm a juice person. Like, I'm a big, like, what I love, juice like, are, What juice do you like? What's, like, your favorite juice? Like, Bolt House Green Bolt Goodness. House. Yeah. It's, like, Oh, you're one of those. Juice. Ew. Those it's, are nasty. Okay. I meant, like... All right. Pod's over. <laughs> We're out. We're leaving. We're going to leave on this. Congratulations.